At the time of this recording, 11-year-old Xavier Harrelson is still missing. He went missing May 27th from Montezuma, Iowa. Anyone with information regarding his location is asked to call the Powashik County Sheriff's Office tip line at 641-623-2107 or Crime Stoppers of Central Iowa at 800-542-1111. Let's do whatever we can do to bring this child home safely. Eleven-year-old Xavier Harrelson lived with his mom in a trailer park in the small town of Montezuma, Iowa, in Powashik County. He was last seen on Thursday, May 27th, wearing a red t-shirt, blue pajama pants, and black high-top shoes. And while we don't know a lot about the details of Xavier's disappearance because investigators have stayed kind of tight-lipped about it, we do know that as of the time of this recording... This little boy is still missing and has been for eight excruciating weeks. What happened to Xavier? If you have information on his whereabouts, please contact the Powashik County Sheriff's Office at 641-623-5679 or visit the FBI's tip submission page. I'm Kelly Brink, and this is True Crime IRL. This is the story of missing person Xavier Harrelson. KCCI's Laura Terrell sat down with the assistant director of the Iowa DCI for an update on the search for the missing Montezuma boy. Yes, Steve, the Iowa DCI says even six weeks in, they are doing a lot of work behind the scenes. His face still covers thousands of flyers, but no one has seen Xavier Harrelson in person since May 27th. It's obviously suspicious, and we're treating it as such and have since the very beginning. Mitch Mortvet, the assistant director of the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigations, says agents are still working full-time to find the missing Montezuma boy. We are working on it every day, and the public may not see that, the community may not see that. And since it is an ongoing investigation, there's a lot that we can't say at this point. Back in May, the search brought hundreds to Powashik County. Small towns around here, so everyone comes together. Six weeks later, the community continues to rally. Raising now more than $34,000 for a reward fund. Thank you. Authorities say they've combed through hours of video and interviewed hundreds of people. We've interviewed literally probably almost everybody in town, let alone, you know, friends of the family. But nailing down exactly where Xavier vanished has been a challenge. It's been a little difficult on pinpointing an exact timeline of when Xavier was last seen, where he was seen at. With few clues to go on, authorities need the public's help. We feel confident that there is somebody out there that knows something, if not more than one person. We want to bring Xavier home. 
And Xavier's parents have remained quiet publicly, declining interviews. His father did thank the community for their support in a written statement last week. Anyone with information related to Xavier's disappearance should call the Powashee County Sheriff's Office at 641-623-2107. 11-year-old Xavier Harrelson resided with his mom, Sarah Harrelson, in an old mobile home in Spruce Village Trailer Park on the edge of town in Montezuma, Iowa. Sarah is an amputee with several health conditions that prevent her from being able to fully care for herself. And friends and neighbors who know the family would describe Xavier as Sarah's caretaker. Even though he's only 11 years old, it's clear that he plays a very important role in his mom's life in helping her with day-to-day -day activities, such as putting on her prosthetic leg for her. Neighbors would also say that the relationship between mom and son seems to be maybe a little strained at times, and they've overheard numerous screaming matches in the past coming from the trailer. Xavier was known to ask neighbors if he could stay with them when he and his mom weren't getting along. Others, though, would say that, yes, the two may argue at times, but that they had nothing but love for one another. On May 27th, around 11 a.m., Xavier's mom assumed that he was going outside to play with friends when he walked out of the trailer door. But when they later saw that his bike was still home they knew that something was a little off. Xavier loved his bike, and he would never walk anywhere. He always rode on his bike. And then when he didn't show up back home hours later, a close friend of the family, Samantha Ricks, called the police to inform authorities that the boy was missing. Here's what she has to say about Xavier's disappearance. One month missing, a sad milestone tonight in the search for 11-year-old Xavier Harrelson, who vanished from his home in Montezuma. New tonight, KCCI's Chris Gothner went to Montezuma, where efforts to raise awareness continue. Bells ring to mark the passage of time in Montezuma. And for people here in this small town, too much time has passed since anyone last saw 11-year-old Xavier Harrelson. Every minute that goes by, it's... I mean, it just, it, it's unexplainable. Sunday marks exactly one month since Xavier vanished. Posters and orange ribbons hang all across Montezuma to raise awareness. Samantha Ricks is his best friend's mom. She reported him missing and has helped with search and awareness efforts ever since. You know, it's hard to put these feelings into words. Um, just the questions, you know, and... The whys, the wheres, the hows, um, what can we do? Law enforcement has had little to report over the last month as they continue to investigate his disappearance from the trailer he shared with his mom. The biggest struggle is not knowing and not having any idea, having any clue. A reward fund has reached more than $22,000. Ricks hopes that that might motivate somebody to come forward. She's convinced someone out there knows what happened or even knows just a key clue. I mean, an 11-year-old boy, unless he wandered off, yeah. I mean, somebody has to know something or somebody had to have seen something, you know. Rick says the community continues to rally around Xavier. We really only have each other to lean on now. Trying to stay positive and praying for his return. We just want to come home.
Now on Tuesday, volunteers are planning a benefit concert for Xavier. It'll start at 7 p.m. at the Powashi County Fairgrounds in Grinnell. So at the time of this recording, we just really do not know many details about Xavier's disappearance. We know when his family noticed he was gone. We know that. We know what he was wearing the, the, at the time he went missing. And that's it, really. That's all we really know. And this is causing rumors to swirl and people's imaginations to run wild, pretty much. Um, I mean, so when a child goes missing, especially in a small town, you want answers. And the, the public right now just doesn't seem to be getting any. But as armchair sleuths, we we know that when someone goes missing, you need to look around them, look around them, look into their lives, look at the people who are closest to them, and you'll probably find some clues. Very few disappearances or homicides are completely random. Most of the time when someone goes missing, it's it's someone they know that, that's involved in it. Investigators say that they're working really hard behind the scenes, and that may be true. But if that's true, we aren't really seeing it right now. No details have been released to the public, and no persons of interest have been identified. So what I'm wondering is, does the rest of the town need to be worried? Like, do we need to lock up our kids? We don't really know because we've heard so little about it. But I will say, if I lived in Powashik County, I'd be extra vigilant in keeping my doors locked and keeping my kids close by me. And here's why. This isn't the first time recently that we've heard of people going missing from Powashik County. In fact, some sources say that there may be as many as 10 recently missing persons from that area. If this area of Iowa sounds familiar to you, that's because this is the same area where Molly Tibbetts went missing almost exactly three years ago. So I've done an episode on Molly before. I've talked about her a lot, actually. In the summer of 2018, Molly Tibbetts was thought to have been abducted from a rural Powashik County um, road while she was out on her nightly jog. Five weeks later, her body would be found hidden in a cornfield after being brutally assaulted and stabbed to death. Christian Bahena Rivera, an undocumented illegal immigrant who worked on a hog farm in the area, was accused and convicted of Molly's murder. But from the very beginning, he's said he didn't act alone. He said that he was kidnapped along with Molly by two mystery men and he was made to witness her murder and forced to hide her body and take the rap for the crime. Now, the public thought this was completely preposterous at the time. Um, Everyone thought it was kind of a ridiculous um, story. But now some jailhouse rumors are going around and a few people have come forward stating that they also heard details about this story and that it might actually be true. I'm not saying whether or not these stories are credible because I I mean, I have no idea, but I think it's worth looking into. There are a lot of people who are coming forward with kind of the same version of, of the story. So, something I think that they need to look into and I'm I'm sure they are but it just doesn't seem like it's being taken super seriously um yeah but here's what we do know though about Xavier Harrelson back to Xavier I'm gonna get into how all of this relates to Xavier Harrelson's disappearance and and I want you to hold on tight because there's a lot of 
crazy information coming your way, and I know that. But okay, so Christian Bahena Rivera was scheduled for his sentencing, and we're in July 2021 right now. Um, today is July um, 22nd. So, yeah, Christian Bahena Rivera was scheduled for a sentencing, but that was postponed when his lawyer filed a motion for a hearing to possibly get a new trial. That hasn't happened yet. That hearing is coming up on July 27th. But the reason his lawyer did this is because, and I'm going to read this verbatim here from KCRG TV's website so I don't mess up these um, very precise and possibly confusing details. An inmate came forward during the trial claiming a former cellmate had admitted to being involved in the killing of Molly Tibbetts. The inmate reported that another inmate that documents refer to as inmate 2 said he was staying in a trap house owned by a 50-year-old man involved in the sex trafficking trade. Inmate number 2 admitted that he saw Molly Tibbetts bound and gagged at a second trap house that he had gone to. The documents state that inmate two admitted to killing Molly Tibbetts. The motion also claims a search warrant corroborates the trap house account. The account is being filed along with the supplemental motion for a new trial. The motion focuses on James Lowe, 50 years old, said to be operating a trafficking ring out of 405 East Market, in New Sharon, Iowa, in the summer of 2018. This is in Powashik County, where Molly went missing from and where Xavier Harrelson went missing from. Lowe was at the federal courthouse in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, Wednesday afternoon on an unrelated federal firearms charge. During that hearing, prosecutors brought up the fact that his name had come up in relation to the Molly Tibbetts and the Xavier Harrelson cases. The judge worried that he would flee the area in part because of these new allegations. So Lowe, James Lowe, is now being held in custody for the federal charge that he, he's got on him. Um, the motion from Christian Bahena Rivera's defense team said they've found at least 10 children missing from Powashik County or the adjoining counties in the past few years, including Xavier Harrelson. And now for the bombshell and how it relates to Xavier Harrelson's disappearance. The motion says that an investigation discovered that James Lowe was in a relationship with Xavier's mother, Sarah Harrelson, and they used to live together. The motion also claims a violation of the due process clause, saying, based on newly discovered evidence, prosecutors failed to turn over reports involving investigations into the trap house and the kidnappings. So, Xavier Harrelson's mom dated a man who has been said to have been operating a sex trafficking trap house in this area, and he even lived with Sarah and Xavier for a while. Could this be the key to figuring out where Xavier Harrelson is and what happened to him? Assistant Director of the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigations, Mitch Morvitt, on Wednesday denied that there's any evidence linking the two cases and said investigators don't have any reason to believe that Xavier Harrelson may have been sex trafficked. Morvitt said that the only similarity between Xavier Harrelson and Molly Tibbetts is that they both lived in Powashik County. Do you believe that? 
I mean, Christian Bahena Rivera's lawyers literally stated in court, and I quote, there's something rotten in this community. We want to know why there are 10 missing kids in this area of the state that are getting glossed over. We think they may have something to do with the disappearance of Molly Tibbetts. And when you take a look at the Iowa Missing Person Information Clearinghouse, you do find page after page after page of actively missing people in Iowa. The only person listed in the Powashik County area is Xavier Harrelson, but there are many, many more from the counties that are surrounding Powashik County. Look at this map. There are a lot of people missing from these counties as well, and they're recent, you know, in just the last few years. The prosecution on the case is saying that since there's only one missing persons case currently active in Powashik County, nothing here could be related. But that's ridiculous in my opinion. Here's what I think. I think sex traffickers don't just stay in the county they're in. Am I right? I think a missing persons case in the county just 10 minutes away could definitely be related to Xavier Harrelson's missing persons case. And I think that knowing that Sarah Harrelson was dating and living with a person who had sex trafficking in his past and had a sex trafficking trap house, whether she knew that or not, definitely would put her child at risk and put her kid in harm's way and could potentially have something to do with Xavier Harrelson's disappearance. I'm not saying that she did anything intentionally to harm her son, and I I don't think that. I don't know details, but I don't think that. Um, but I do think there are some unsavory characters in her life that really need to be looked into. And I, I'm sure that investigators are doing that and have done that. I know they've talked to hundreds upon hundreds of people, but... In my opinion, I just I don't know how they can completely rule out that he could have been sex trafficked when we know mom's ex-boyfriend was into this illicit sex trafficking trade and drugs and firearms and all of this um, shady stuff. So Sarah Harrelson has not talked to the news, the media at all on camera, and I don't blame her. It's recent, and I probably wouldn't be doing that either. Um, They, the family spokespeople say that, um, obviously, that they love and they miss Xavier and they want him returned home safely. And I think we all want the same thing. It's very tragic. I cannot imagine what his mother is going through, and I feel so absolutely horrible for her. Um, It's It's awful eight weeks, missing eight weeks right now as as of the time that I'm recording this. It's unimaginable, totally unimaginable. He's only 11. He just turned 11. Like He's still just a little tiny little boy. It's just so sad. Let's all stay vigilant and, and keep our eyes open and, and do whatever we can do to spread the word about Xavier Harrelson's disappearance. Anyone with information regarding Xavier Harrelson's location is asked to call the Powashik County Sheriff's Office tip line at 641-623-2107. Again, that's 641-623-2107 or Crime Stoppers of Central Iowa at 800 
800-542-1111. That's 800-542-1111. If you'd like to donate to the reward fund, which is growing all the time, it's up to over $20,000 as of right now, um, you can donate by contacting the Montezuma State Bank at 641-623-5766. We are all hoping for a safe return for Xavier Harrelson. Let's help do whatever we can to make that happen. I'm Kelly Barons-Brink, and this has been True Crime IRL, true crime in real life. Until next time, lock your doors, people. Bye-bye.